All right, training camp Sunday. Um, this will be our last day before they they have their uh, mandated day off tomorrow, and so just push them through it and um, try to have another good day. So I'll take your questions. What are your impressions of Dexter uh, Lawrence? Yeah, Dexter. I think he's he's made him. Uh, he, he's a big man, obviously, and he's had an impact already. Um, you know, watching the one-on-one pass rush, you can see that he's a guy that's going to be able to get some pressure. So we feel good about him uh, being able to play on all three downs. And you know, he—you know—a lot like the the rookies that we've spoken about already, he hasn't disappointed us in any way, and he's continuing to get better each day. Pat, how is how is um, R.J. McIntosh looked um, with that second team? Looks like he yeah. made a few plays yesterday. Yeah, no, he's do, he's gotten a lot better. Uh, we crossed that bridge last year. He was way behind for most of the year, right? And then he's caught up, and he's and he's doing he's doing a good job. You know, he's a. This is almost like uh, yesterday. Last year was like year zero. This is more like year one. And so, in some ways, he's like a rookie going through it. And I think he's done a good job so far. What about getting back to Dexter? What about his skill set makes him the right fit to line up on the end of those three guys versus? The middle, like in a nose tackle role. Yeah, I think he can line up on the nose. He can line up as a three, and he can line up as a five. So, on the center guard or tackle, uh, because of his size and his quickness and his length. You know, I think um, generally speaking, as you get further from the ball, length is more important. And because he's got such great size, you know, he can he can do that for us. Is that where Dalvin's flexibility works too? Because he played, if I'm not mistaken, he played on what the end when Stacks was here and then moved in the middle and now he's back in the middle. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, obviously the goal is to get really, really good athletes that are very big and very long, you know, and, and but we all fall somewhere in the middle. And, um, but yeah, I, you know, a guy that's more multiple and can play on the center guard in the end or the tackle is a good thing. Is there more for Dexter further out from the ball that he gets? Is there more learning? Like, you know, he didn't do a lot of that in college, right? He, no. was, he was sort of an anchor guy. Yeah. No, I, you know, I think everything's got to be, you know, defeat your blocker, be gap sound, you know, and then when it's time to rust the passer, uh, get after the quarterback. So there is more to learn, but I think he's capable of learning it. Pat, the last couple of days, it seems like Jabril's been pretty effective up near the line of scrimmage, either blitzing or a couple tackles sure. in the backfield against the run. What do you like about his skill set up near the line of scrimmage? Well, he certainly can play the back end of the, you know, the deep part of the field, but, you know, he's an active player that does a good job of tackling. You know, he's a good job covering. And a lot like most safeties, they do a better job covering when, you know, they can find the space a little bit. And uh, he's very active, and, you know, I think he's – you know, he's probably more of a strong safety type guy. Pat, you guys didn't get a lot of sacks last year, but did you get enough pressure? Uh, no, in neither, neither situation. You, know, you want to get more pressure and then certainly sacks. And then, you know, it starts with pressure because there's a lot of times when you can get pressure on a quarterback, disrupt him enough where it affects the throw um, without sacking him. And so you need, you need both. And then obviously winning the one-on-one -on -one battles or whether we pressure to scheme it, uh, we, we just need to do better in all areas. Do you see the potential for more this year? I do. I do. Because of uh, number, you know, the second year in our system, plus we've added some guys that uh, have a history of sacking the quarterback.
Pat, what have you seen from um, Ballantyne? Yeah, uh, he had, or, he yeah. had an interception yesterday, and uh, just as, in terms of his football stuff, what, what, what have you seen from him? He well, he's very there. smart. He's very instinctive, and you know, each day he looks a little bit more comfortable. And, and I would say it's running parallel two things. Obviously, coming back from you know the gunshot, obviously, and then also just being coming more comfortable in the defense. So. I made a play yesterday, which was good, and he's generally been in the right spot and he's been competing. And so, you know, we're sort of pleased to this point with uh, his progress. Do you do you leave his story outside the building, or or do you allow it to come in? No, we've we've moved on from it. It's you know it'll always be a part of who he is, but we don't talk about it. Pat, do you have any update on Sam Beal? Yeah, he's got kind of a groin. Um, he's got a, a groin and a, and a hamstring. He's just dealing with. It's not nothing serious, and we anticipate he'll be back soon. Maybe not today, but soon. But Darius Slayton. Same. I mean, he's he's made really good progress in the last couple of days. He'll be back soon. That first day in pads yesterday, were you happy with the line work and with the way that uh, your injured guys or guys that had surgery, Solder and, and Remmers came through the day? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there were mistakes up front, obviously. I mean, they competed. It was, it was a little sloppier than I would have liked to have seen, but, you know, that's part of it. The last time they were in pads was when we played the Cowboys, the last game of the year. You know, it's hard to believe, but that's just the way the world works now. And so getting used to their pads, getting their sea legs, you know, that's part of it. Um, but, and then in, with regard to Solder and Remmers, uh, they both hold up, held up pretty well. With, uh, with Julian Love, I know you always say you're going to throw whatever you can at your rookies. Mm -hmm. But for a guy, it just seems like he, he's learning both inside, outside, and at safety now, sure. and you're showing him more. What about him? I know he's intelligent, but what about him gives you confidence that he can handle everything you're throwing at him. The one thing about uh, Julian is he's got good spatial awareness. You know, it, the, the game sort of makes sense to him. That's why he can play it top down. Um, so the safety thing is not unnatural for him. And then, you know, his skill set fits the nickel spot. And so that's sort of where we played him. He certainly can play outside as well. Uh, but he's a smart, instinctive player. So we'll just keep trying to give him what we can and see see where his best spot will be. Pat, we've seen Daniel Jones make some strong throws the last couple of days. I'm just curious from your vantage point, though, as you watch his progression, what have you liked about what he's done in his practices? Yeah, I think, to your point, I think he has made some strong throws. You know, there was a couple times yesterday in the blitz drills where, you know, the rush got on him a little bit, and he was able to snap it off and, and make pretty much an all-arm throw, which you're looking for. Um, um, I know we're sort of taking his temperature every day, but I, I really feel like he's making progress. Um, you know, each day is a new install. Uh, each day, it's it's like 51st dates. You start over, but you got to move on. You know, and, and he does a good job with that. And you know, he's making progress every. You know, I think I'm pleased with where he's at after three days of practice here. When the, when the pressure comes up on him, though, that you're seeing his eyes don't come off downfield. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, he's he's done a good job of that. Now they know they're not getting hit, but still, to to have that 
you know, have your eyes downfield with people around you, I think is a good thing. You had a nice high point throw yesterday to Russell on the side sure. hard. Um, it's an NFL throw. Were you impressed that he's able to have that kind of ball placement on a deeper pass this early? In- no, because I've, you know, I've seen it, and we and we we knew he could do that, and we've seen him do it in our drill work. Um, so, you know, as people get to know him and and they recognize more of the things he does, um, you know, we we expect that from him. And, and we think he can do those things. Pat, a lot of times people, when they talk about Grant Haley, they use the word feisty. Um, is that accurate? And how does that manifest itself? And is that good for a slot corner? Here? It is. It is. He is very feisty. Um, and I think he's a tough, competitive guy. And I think you want that at all positions. Um, you know, because he was a little shorter, they give him credit for being feisty. But that, that's just part of his nature. And I think that's why he's going to have success. You know, you got to be able to compete. You got to be tough. Got to be competitive, and he's and he's all those things. Because no matter how talented you are, if you don't have those things, you have no chance. And I think that's what um, I was around an, another guy that was like Buster Scream when we were in Cleveland, and he was Jets. Competitive, tough guy, and had success. And um, so that's part, you know, that's that's part of his charm. It's kind of like the Nickelback credo, isn't it? You know, a lot of those guys are maybe an inch shorter than you like, and they're kind of, you know, just slot guys. Kind of like. I'm, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put them in a box.